All right. Okay, let's do this. Give me three seconds. <laughs> I did. I literally did. I literally said three, two, one. Okay. Okay, guys, give me three seconds. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of the Bullying Podcast, uh, where we talk about random shit that you might like. On today's episode, we have IMH Rum, one of my favorite content creators on Twitch, because I usually don't watch too many lurkers on Twitch. I usually watch drums and other content creators. I'm telling you, he's one of the top creators <laughs> for old school RuneScape. Even on YouTube, his YouTube content is like next level. Go check him out whenever <laughs> you can. But I want you to introduce yourself, Drum. Yeah, well, for, I appreciate that. Super kind of you. I'm just, I'm just glad that you enjoy the videos. That's all I wanted to do when starting, you know, making videos or whatever. I just want people to enjoy it uh, for, you know, ten minutes out of the day. But no, I'm, um, I'm drum. Most people just call me drum or just I'm a drum. Uh, I've been playing RuneScape for like literally twenty years. Uh, I, my name's Rob. Most people just call me Rob or Robert. Uh, so that's my name. Most people just call me drum either way. Um, I don't know how much info you want on me like in real life kind of thing versus YouTube and gaming and all that kind of stuff. Um, I'm 31. So yeah, I've been playing game. I've been around gaming and YouTube for a long time. Gaming since as far back as like GoldenEye 007 or even Oregon Trail, even way before that, getting into gaming. Um, but YouTube, I've been around since like 2007, 2006. I didn't start making videos until wow. about 2008. And I wanted to get into like the Halo 2, Halo 3 montages back then, um, but then I wasn't that good, so my montages wouldn't have been good. So I was like, "All right, RuneScape it is." And then I just started making RuneScape videos back on a, on a different channel from I'm a Drum. Uh, it was called Drummer Guy 59. I didn't do the kind of content that I do now. Uh, now I kind of do like progress videos, pet hunting, clue scroll related stuff. And back then it was just all comedy skits funny uh you know song parodies just you know things to get people to laugh machinimas that kind of thing and now since from 2008 to you know now the at least for runescape it's more account progression kind of stuff like the content kind of shifted but other than that yeah i've been around youtube gaming runescape for quite a long time i play other games in runescape i promise <laughs> Uh, I actually, I actually have a question because you, you kind of already brought it up, but um, so I think in like one of your streams, or it might have been like Tasty talking about you. I don't, I don't remember because, mm -hmm. uh, but uh, someone said I don't know if this is true. Um, I might be misremembering, yeah. but um, someone said like you were one of like the OG, uh, RuneScape creators for YouTube. Um, is that mm -hmm. true? And can you explain um, a bit more? I, I would say it was like partially true because like back then, uh, I don't know. I don't, I've never been the kind of person that's like, yeah, I have this many subscribers on YouTube. <laughs> like that that doesn't mean anything to me. It's just like I'm just I just want people to enjoy the videos. That's really just that's all there is. Um, but I would say that's partly true, mainly just because like on the old channel I have, obviously the subs have dropped severely since then. Since I I, I basically just abandoned the channel, uh, mainly because of copyright issues as YouTube got more popular and known, you know, the music industry. And I did a lot of song parodies or just use songs in videos and just like more than half my videos got copyright claimed, blocked copyright strikes on the channel. So I'm just like, okay, I need to abandon that if I want to continue 
doing YouTube. And I took a break from YouTube for quite a while too. But um, back then, um, like back like early 2008 to about 2011 was when I was like more active or beginning to be like super active with RuneScape content creation back then. And I knew um, some of the top guys back then, like Tanoop Show would be like one of the main ones that most people would recognize. Uh, I mean, I was in some of his videos. He would help me in mine. Same thing with a lot of content creators. And um, uh, for those of you, I don't know who plays, you know, except for Congruence, <laughs> um, who plays RuneScape now, but, you know, the friends chat in games, even if you turn, like, your PM on in game, like, for the content creators, even now it happens. Um, but, you know, I would turn on my PM and just instantly get spammed with people just saying hi, <laughs> yeah. that kind of stuff. They would fill up my chat just to talk and see me in game. They would literally stop me to be like, hey, yo, can I get a screenshot or whatever? But I think it was just because, like, I was doing something different then that no one else was really doing. And the thing that got me popular then or more known was because I was doing RuneScape music video song parodies of popular songs. So, like, for an example, I think it's pretty funny. Uh, you know the song like my milkshake brings all the boys to the yard <laughs> oh my God. This, uh, this was oh, probably no. the one that was most known and got me like like just known throughout the entire community or whatever i um there was an update in the game called god wars dungeons and um basically just introduced new items in the game from bosses or whatever and i did that song as a parody and i just called it my god sword uh, brings all the noobs to the yard and I just did a whole song parody of it people loved it my singing was awful but that was also part of the gimmick um, and then I just did multiple song parodies and then just skits and all that kind of stuff and then back in 2010 they are Jagex you know the creators of RuneScape did a competition called the Golden Gnomes and they held their first in real life event like a comic con kind of thing but just for RuneScape players um, called RuneFest and I ended up being one of the first winners of that there was like five six different categories and i was the winner for the machinima short story category and so that got my name out there a little bit more as well and then literally like a maybe like a year after that 2011 is when the content really started to shift and change from funny haha machinima short stories whatever skits into account progressions where people would make a new account level threes level up go to bosses and all that kind of stuff and that's when the content kind of shifted and the content that i was doing started to die out and you saw basically every big content creator from back then basically just kind of, you know, sizzle out kind of thing. And then the new content creators came in. But I would say, yeah, the, like back then, that's basically how I got known. And, you know, I was one of those people that would just get spammed upon login <laughs> just because I think I had about nice. 15, 13,000 subscribers back then in like 2007, 2008. So it's pretty big for RuneScape category, at least for YouTube. Yeah. Um, so... Yeah, it was, I mean, it was, it was pretty fun overall. I know You're that. Pretty cool, um, dude. <laughs> <laughs> talking about like the origins and stuff like that, I always wonder uh, where did the I am a drum came from and was there any inspiration behind it? Uh, honestly, I couldn't think of a good name. I've always <laughs> had the name like drum in my name. Like, even my RuneScape character name is Drum now. It wasn't always Drum, um, but. Like even when I was like Xbox Live, my name was Drummer Guy Fifty Nine. That's where the YouTube channel came from because I wanted to make the Halo Two montages. Is when I wanted to start making videos, and that didn't happen, so I just kept it and I just kept Drum in the name. And I couldn't <laughs> think of another name after abandoning the Drummer Guy Fifty Nine channel on YouTube. And I was just like, I forgot how it happened. I was just in a call with some friends, and I was just like, I'm a drum. And I was like, okay, that's it. <laughs> like I don't know how it came. It just happened. There's no meaning behind it. I just wanted the name. I just wanted the word like drum in the name, and then I, I couldn't think of anything else. 
that's a good one. Oh, it, it, it's I am a drum. I, uh, I am a drum. Like I'm a or, drum. I'm a, a drum. Say, I am a drum too, but it kind of works both ways if you put because that, you know, apostrophe. They all make fun of me because I say it wrong all the time. <laughs> you say everything wrong. Says I drums. Like, I, I like I I don't know how to say it, or I don't know because to be honest, I, this is like one of like one of the first times uh, hearing from you. I I don't get my only game that I started with was Call of Duty. I didn't know mm -hmm. anything about RuneScape, so once I got you know hanging out with you know, Chris uh, and Dylan, we, we started talking more about RuneScape and all these MMOs that I didn't know about. So that from there, I got to know a little bit about you. Yeah. They, they still make fun of me for it. So. Yeah, no worries. <laughs> you just say drum or rob or whatever. Most people, like 99% of people just call me drum anyway. So as long as you're uh, saying you lose the word we're drum, cool like listening. That. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so like, what what happened to all your subscribers? Like, did, like why did you take a break, or like, did you take a break, or did you just like lose subscribers? Um, it was it was kind of like a break, and I was like also losing subscribers just because like during the the shift of you know people like everyone liking RuneScape music videos, short stories, skits, like comedy stuff, right? There mm -hmm. were like five minute top videos all the time of just short. Let's get people to laugh in whatever story we want to make up in the game. Um. And then it turned into, you know, 20, 30 minute videos of people leveling their skills, fighting bosses, that kind of stuff, like account progression is what we call it. Yeah. And uh, when that actually started to take over, it just it's just like a kind of like a natural thing where people were just done with our kind of content and my kind of content and just going over to someone else. They were tired of seeing the uploads that I was doing and going to that. Um, but that was just like a natural kind of thing when the, the shift was changing. Um, and then, you know, just like in real life kind of thing, just getting busy with work and all that kind of stuff. I started traveling for work. And so I was like, okay, you know, I can't keep it up. And, you know, I just took a break. Uh, and then I came back and just, you know, started to do different kind of stuff. I didn't want to do account. Like I actually hated account progression kind of videos, but that kind of makes sense. Like everyone that was doing my kind of content, we were all the same. Like we all hated it. It's like, why do we want to watch someone get to 10 fire making or 50 fire making or 50 cooking or whatever it is. Like, I don't want to see that 50 times. Um, <laughs> and then just gradually over time, it's just kind of like, if we wanted to make videos, we had to like force ourselves to kind of do it, but we had to just find our own kind of like styles to make it interesting for us. So with that way we can at least make it somewhat interesting to people um, and make it different, but it's just one of those natural things. Um, but like the biggest reason why I also left the other channel is just because all those copyrights just started adding up on the channel since uh, YouTube started getting bigger and bigger, and I wanted to start fresh on a an, on an account that didn't have any issues whatsoever, just in case it got monetized or if I wanted to go further with it or if it actually got to the point where it's actually getting pretty big or something like that. I just wanted to alleviate all from like all from that, just not have it as an issue at all. Do you do YouTube full time or do you do it part time? Uh, technically, I guess I'm like I'm doing it like like acting like is is it's full time. Um, right now it's more part time. I'd say like like it's it's different per content creator because like the way they you know you get paid, you put ads on the video. The more popular yeah. creators get sponsorships, which I don't have, kind of thing. Um, so I was just like relying on the the monetization of putting ads on videos, which is like. It's gotten better over time for sure. Like over the last year, it's just changed drastically more than I thought it would. Uh, but it's not enough to even be close to full time. Um, mm. 
but I put in the full-time hours in order to m potentially make it full-time one day. Um, my my kind of like thought process on it is like I need to put full-time hours on it um, as much as possible or at least do as much as I can to put in a lot of work now. That way it could potentially be easier later on if it turns into a thing. Nice. And then that that's with streaming as well. Streaming is part-time as well. Yeah. Putting that full-time. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, I still man. stream like five days a week, but I only go for like three to four hours. Uh, Full-time would be, you know, normal kind of like nine to five kind of thing. You put in your eight hours of work as like a normal quote-unquote kind of job. Um, yeah. But, you know, I, I, I plan on doing more of everything if it turns into something. You know what I mean? That's but, awesome. Yeah. Yo, by the way, I just want to mention this. Congrats on your Hydra pet. Oh yeah. Uh, it's like I got into back to the stream and all I hear is like I got my Hydra pet. I was like, Whoa I yeah. understand. I'm so sad I missed that. <laughs> I saw <laughs> it in the clan chat, but I missed the stream. I was just hoping for the, the boss to drop food because I wanted to last longer and it got the pet. I was like, I guess I'm done. <laughs> Talking about pets, but like I, I just wanna know, how long have you been grinding for all of the pets? Because I know one of your goals is to get all the pets in Moonscape. Yeah. How long have you, when did you start your journey and how is it going so far? Because I'm not keeping up that much with it because I don't know too much about RuneScape, but I kind of don't want to know the story behind it. Um, To be honest, like I haven't fully started yet. That That's the honest answer because we're like pet hunting, uh, you know, for, you know, those that don't know RuneScape can be such a tedious process. Uh, there are people who get lucky and go to a boss or whatever it is spend five ten minutes there and get the pet in the first couple kills and then there are people in the game that will spend one two three four five six years before they get one it's just all it depends on how much you play depends on how many hours you put in depends on how good your account is and most importantly it depends on your luck rng factor is huge um but yeah no i haven't really actually started full-time yeah. kind of like pet hunting because when i started my youtube like my current one um, I used to do like variety gaming on this channel before I started RuneScape specifically last year. Um, and I started an account progression kind of thing, which I didn't want to do, like I said earlier. Um, but I had to find a way to make it interesting to me. Um, and it was basically a buildup of about eight months to get my account to the point where I can actually do my first kind of pet grind, which was for the Bloodhound pet, which you get from Clue Scrolls in the game. Um, and if you don't know, Clue Scrolls is just like one of those kind of like miscellaneous activities in the game you kill bosses you do something and you have a random chance at getting a clue scroll which is like basically you go on a treasure hunt across the game it gives you hints there's a certain amount of steps you do you go find a, a chest in the ground or whatever and you open it and you get a random amount of loot and so there's multiple tiers and to get this specific pet from clues it's from the master tier of clue which is the highest one uh, which you could only get the master clues from lower tier clue caskets so just kind of like to try and summarize it I did clues all day, every day, not every day, but um, all day when I was able to play or whatever for about six months uh, until I got the pet. And, and the... Uh, it, it took quite a while. <laughs> yeah, by the way, like the master clues can take like 30 minutes to an hour, like each. Yeah, like, sometimes. It, yeah, the more you do them, the more you get used to like where they are. But even then, like the steps that it tells you to go do. Um, you know, it has high requirements where you ha whether you have to have a high a high level of a skill to complete, or you have to have a high level quest done, or you just have to be able to you know kill a boss specifically to get to you know where the clue is or whatever. But yeah, it can take some time. The better you get at it, the more you do, the shorter that time comes. But it's still quite a long time to c get those completed. 
And then, and then weren't you trying to do like hard clues to get the masters? So like it was even more time. Yeah. Like that's yeah. Insane. So I I did um, I I did about ten thousand total clues. Not all hard clues. I did five thousand medium clues, and just to kind of like also give a perspective of it, medium clues when you open those has have a one in thirty chance to give you a master clue. And then I did five thousand hard clues, which have a one in fifteen chance to get a a master clue from those because it's a higher tier, so better chance. Behind and then I you. saved up five hundred master caskets until I started opening them to get the pet. Um, so yeah, it, it takes a while. Like for medium clues, I could do like twenty to twenty-five of those per hour. Hard clues, I can get, you know, about ten, fifteen per hour, depending on RNG and how fast I or how fast I was going and how much I was paying attention to. And then master clues is just like. It's a whole other thing. Uh, you get them, and it takes a while to complete. And uh, sometimes you go dry. You don't. You can open up hundreds of caskets, lower tiered caskets, and not get a master clue. Or you can open them back to back and get several in a row. Um, but you know, it would take me like upwards of an, of an hour if I got really lucky to do like three, four master clues. Um, if that, it just kind of depends. But yeah, it was it was quite the grind. So I have one question, and I, I've been asking around. I just found out, you can make fun of me, <laughs> that there's there's a difference between, or old rule old school RuneScape is a different game from RuneScape. What is the difference between them and like which one is better? Because I've heard some people Ooh. say, oh the just RuneScape is good, the, oh the old school RuneScape is better. Um, and what else can like what can you tell me? Because I, I'm not into those types of games. Well, I haven't tried a lot of those games. What is it something they could tell me that you could like get me hyped up to try the, the game? Um, well, I've played both. I played RuneScape 3, which is what we call it now, just RS3 or Evolution of Combat is what it's called. And there's old school RuneScape, which is the 2007 version of the game that was re-released after popular demand and vote from the community to bring it back in uh, 2013. Uh, I will say though, at the at the beginning of old school RuneScape being re-released back in 2013, it was highly more popular than the Evolution of Combat. Evolution of Combat, you could kind of base it off of, you know, like a a, a different kind of MMO, like WoW, for example, is a good kind of comparison. You have, you know, you have all those hotkeys set, you have those action bar and everything like that. It's a whole other different combat system which a vast majority of the player base did not like, which is why they brought back the 2007 version of the game in 2013. Uh, because I think it was, I mean, I could be wrong on the dates. Um, I think it was like within about three months of Evolution of Combat RS3 becoming a thing where they just started seeing a huge decrease in the amount of players and they had to do something to bring people back. And then they brought back you know, 20, you know, 2007 version of the game instantly became like an overnight kind of sensation bringing people back into the game. Um, I will say, though, there are positive things about both games. I recommend you giving them both a shot. I'm not one of those players that's like, oh, old school is better because I played it kind of thing. Because there is a whole argument between it's gotten better over the years from when I started playing, but it used to be like old school RuneScape players were just talk trash about rs3 endlessly day in day out any forum thread you could find online every youtube video that you could find just constant war reddit as well and it's just like it was like 99 percent people were in favor of old school runescape and the one percent on rs3 but now it's gotten to the point where rs3 is actually 
um getting I, I dare say a bit better in terms of certain aspects of the game um when i say that it's like in-game content when you think of in-game content for both styles of the game runescape 3 has more to offer um old school runescape is falling behind uh they're just not releasing updates as often the in-game players are getting frustrated um like to kind of put it into perspective i think in the last three years we got one major in-game update maybe two uh we got uh, you know one boss into the game which was the nightmare and um when you don't have that many updates when something is finally released it's new yeah it's basically done and over within about three months and that's being generous uh because when they release in-game content only the in-game players are doing it and the in-game players have best in slot gear all weapons best in slot most expensive gear maxed out stats and they're over and done with it very quickly and then you have the you know early game mid game players that are you know they're not there yet um but you know the end game players is where the the kind of issue is you know starting to pile up on and from my point of view at least from what i've seen especially you know being part of the game for 20 years um but yeah no runescape 3 definitely has a lot to offer in terms of in game content for you for for well yeah. for players or whatever i will say though the main reason i stopped playing rs3 uh was because of the microtransactions um, they really, when they, they introduced, I forgot what year it was, um, they, they called it squeal of fortune at first. And then they changed, changed it to treasure hunter keys, I believe is what it's called now. And basically they have a promotion almost daily. You log in, it's just like a promotion in your face. And essentially, um, you can pay if you have a, if you have a lot of money to spend, you can max out your account in a couple days. And so oh, over time, like when, when old school runescape was released, I still stayed with RS3 because I was in the mindset of like, I spent all these years maxing out my account. I don't want to start over because when they released the, you know, old school RuneScape, everyone started from level one at the beginning. And I was like, I don't want to do that. And so I stayed for a couple of years longer. And then it's just like the microtransactions just got worse and worse. People who had way less game time than me were passing me up just because, you know, they were buying these uh, promotions, which is basically they're giving you experience lamps. They're giving you hundreds of millions of gold just from logging in spending money and you know people you know with credit card can pass you up and it just made me feel like my accomplishments in the game didn't mean anything anymore um so i, I made the switch and i instantly like within the first month i was like oh man i should have done this sooner um but it, i'm also getting to the point where i'm at the end game there's still a lot of goals that i want to achieve but i'm also starting to see the end game portion of old school runescape and i'm seeing the frustrations from the people who have been maxed out for several years now in old school runescape and there's just no new content being added to the game for in-game players at the rate of uh, rs3 is bringing them into the game and you've actually we've actually seen a, a big shift of uh multiple big content creators from old school runescape going to rs3 now but the re the way that they're bypassing the microtransaction portion of it is that they're just uh, creating iron Man accounts which basically uh you can't trade anyone can't go to the grand exchange to buy and sell items from other players you can't participate in any kind of microtransactions because uh, it just blocks iron man from doing so and that's how they're getting past it but the content is there if you look past the microtransactions uh, so i mean i recommend give it both uh both game modes a try there's something there for everyone each game is very different from from the other but i wouldn't say they're both bad they've both got their issues but they're they both offer something to to different players uh actually about that um so so i've had like 
a lot of friends try RuneScape. Um, like for example, Chris and Michael both tried uh, OSRS. Um, and then I also had like my brother and then I had like a few other people. Um, but like almost every single one of them either like burns out or ends up like just hating it. I feel like I'm yeah. kind of the only one that like actually likes it. Um, and I'm gonna be honest, I don't even know why I like it. Um, so, I understand uh, what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, well, that's, that's, that's actually my question. Cause, uh, so like you've been playing the game for like a long time and, yeah. um, you've, uh, seen like all the different, all the different types of like people we've had like in our community. Um, so like, do you know, like why, uh, this, this is a two-parter. So do you know, like why people like, like this game and like keep coming back? And then do you also know, like, why it's so hard to, like, start on this game and, like, keep playing it as, like, a new player? Yeah, I can definitely see both sides. Like, it's really hard for, like, new players to get in. It, like, I mean, when you go into any game, it's not just RuneScape or Old School RuneScape or RS3. When you get into a new game, it's it can be tough because you don't know anything about it. RuneScape specifically, though, as we know, it's a very tedious, monotonous game. Um, it takes quite a long time, many, many hours. It's not even several hours. It's not dozens of hours. It could be hundreds of hours before you can get past the early game. You know what I mean? Because, uh, like, I mean, training skills for one, especially starting out, you're getting the lowest XP rates per hour. And if, you know, you know, new players coming into the game, if they can't spend 10 hours a day playing the game uh, every day, and they can only, let's say, like, let's say just, like, an hour a day, right? Uh, and that's not even seven days a week, but we can assume seven days a week. That's seven hours a week. You're still, you you haven't gotten far. You you just haven't. Um, so, like, it's when very I, like, grindy, right? Oh, yeah, it's, it's grindy. Tight. It's very. Um, but, I mean, like, getting to the, like, mid-game, I would say takes, like, at least, I don't know, base 50, 60 stats. That's kind of, like very very early mid game and just getting there especially as a new player especially if you're not a member because membership opens up literally 99 percent of the rest of the game um you're just getting the slowest absolute xp rates you can spend hours and hours on there and you've gained like three levels especially if you don't know what you're doing and i can see how when you look at the scope of things you start googling it's like oh how long does it take to get to this level for me to do this and then you go, you don't have the best gear to kill monsters. You, you know, you're too low level to kill monsters or go train this thing. And you're looking at these XP rates online. Cause like, I mean, that's what I did when I started playing RuneScape, just Googling everything, any game that I go to, I, I'll Google something to be like, what do I have to do to get this? How long does it take? And then, you know, just kind of go from there. And RuneScape is just, everyone knows it's a grindy game. It can like, just to get to where I am, I can actually look at it right now. Like my game time, I'm almost maxed in game. And I've uh, played over uh, 200 days worth uh, just to get here. My God. that That's in-game time. That's not, you know, mm -hmm. since, you know, account creation kind of thing. Um, it's, it's taken me over 200 days to get to where I'm at. And I'm not even maxed yet, but I will be maxed in a, in a couple of days. But it, just to kind of put that in perspective, to get maxed out at a very... I, I didn't even try to go as fast as I could. I did it the most relaxed way possible, but I still was able to put in a lot of hours. Like I was shit. Like I was working. I was playing RuneScape while I was at work before. You know what I mean? Because uh, I had a desk job. Uh, but yeah, not a lot of people can 
spend hours a week, let alone spend 200 plus days trying to get to the end game, you know? So that's just like where a lot of people just start, like a lot of new players kind of get stuck. And it's like, do I really want to spend all this time doing this on this one game? Uh, but then that kind of goes into like the next point is where, you know, you get that like kind of satisfaction of playing this game because it can be so long to get one single thing. But when you get it, it feels real fucking awesome to get something. It feels good, but it's just, it takes so long to get there and it's never a guarantee uh, that you'll get a, an item or a pet or whatever it is that you're going for, a 99. There are people who have played, you know, I don't know how long, you know, how long people play per day, per week or whatever, but I see so many people post on the subreddit for o, uh, 07scape and it's like, oh, you know, I played 15 years and I got my first 99 and it's cooking. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, you know, a lot of people don't have a lot of time to, you know, play this game. And that kind of just puts it in perspective as a new player. When you see those kinds of things and, you know, start doing your research on, you know, skills or to do something in the game, it really pushes people away from it. Um, but when yeah. you really get into it and you, you have the opportunity to put in a lot of hours to get somewhere in the game and then you accomplish something, it feels good. And so, you know, that, get, that gets the, the people who push past uh, the early game to keep coming back and playing because it's just it feels really good to get those drops it's nice to see people are always hyped up to see you get something your friends your clan mates um there's people who post on reddit like hey i got this 99 and everyone's excited for it you know what i mean so it's just the community is nice for the most part there's different types of there you, you know you got those the bad apples in every game every community out there PKK. but you know yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah every a lot of people are pretty supportive but you know it, it just yeah, just getting into the game can be rough, but, you know, it can be rewarding for, you know, gamers who can dedicate a shit ton of time playing the game. I I checked, and it it was, like, seven months. This is the 200 days. So, around like, seven months. Still want to play it, Andy? That's that, that was No! The of, <laughs> <laughs> um, no! That was the make maybe... A little over three years um, for me to actually be maxed. Um, yeah, there, there are people who can actually like make an account level one or level three is what you start off with technically and can max within about seven months from the moment they create their account because they're able to put in 16, 20 hours a day kind of thing. Yeah. So what, Andy, I, if, bro, if we keep getting quarantined, I might as well, right? <laughs> That's what I said. Bro, I have like 500 hours in the game, and I'm still like, I'm only level 90 or like 89. Oh my god! And I'm I'm like, and I can't do like barely any of the things that these do can do. Like, like a, a lot like of the bosses I can't like, do. Like a joke. Um, it's kind of like a running joke, but uh, you know the maximum level you can reach in any given skill in the game is 99 in old school RuneScape. Yeah. And when you get to level 92. You're halfway Half to 99. 99. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wait, what? Yeah. Yeah. Because the, the oh. XP rubber bands, or not rubber yeah. bands. It's it, it, so yeah. much. Yeah. So, Andy, like, getting to 92 is, like, let's say, like, 6 million XP. I don't know exactly. Yeah. And then to get to nine, 99, it's... You got to do it all over like, again. Yeah. Another 6, or 6 million XP. Although Yo. it's it's still it's still gonna go faster because you have better uh, methods. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, quit, the higher level you get, it's the more still... access you have to better training methods and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I'm very intrigued to know. You you said 200 days, but what is that equivalent? Wait, I can just 
And two hours is 4,800 hours. I looked into it. 4,800 hours. That's kind of close there on 14. My clue scroll thing that I did for like my YouTube series and everything like that, that alone took me six months and I was doing zero skilling through that throughout that time. Like, I, I'm wow. definitely one of the players. I definitely am not an efficient player. Um, by all, like any any means if i want to do something my way that's like chill relaxing afk then that's what i do 100 percent of the time and then you know I, I don't know i just i don't go as hard as the efficient part of the community goes i go pretty hard i go i go fucking iron man mode even though i'm not iron man oh my like God. i i <laughs> I went to motherload mine from level thirty to seventy something, and I all the all the stuff that I mined I kept and I smelted it all. Ooh. So yeah. I don't understand Jumit? why he does it. Yo, Jamit, like I'm literally just thinking about all the achievement I made in freaking fourteen, and I'm like, if I said this to the drum, drum will make fun of me. But like, yeah, I could do that. I could do that like in like in no time. Like, what? Why even complain about that? Yeah. Oh man. You know, there's some you... brands in the landscape that I hear people go on, and I'm just, I really hope it doesn't happen to me. So, <laughs> so, uh, so like I notice, like you, like you'll you'll like stay at a boss for like what, like a thousand, like five hundred kills or something, something like that, um, right? Or is it like five hundred? I just grind it for two weeks, and then I switch bosses to keep uh, variety going. Yeah, but like I, I also noticed you did like um you did like fishing like all through like fishing trawler yeah. and like you just did like that like straight to ninety nine like Yep. How do you get through those grinds? Cause like I, I'm trying to get to like that point where I like stick to one thing and just like mm -hmm. get it to where I want it to go, but like I I have like such a like such a weak ADHD brain where I'm like, I just gotta, I gotta go boss. Like I, I, I gotta go yeah. do this. And then I like, I look at my account like two months later and I'm like, I've gotten five levels, but, <laughs> and I, yeah. so like, so like, yeah. So like, how do you get through those, those grinds? Like, how do you like stick to it? Uh, my brain kind of works really differently here than most people that I've met in RuneScape. Um, but basically like once I set myself a goal, like, you know, right now I'm going for maxing out. So my current skill that I'm training is thieving, right? Um, I'll set a goal like, okay, I want 99. I find something that I want to do for one, uh, regardless if it's the most XP per hour, best method you could do or a chill AFK one, which I usually go for. And, uh, I basically just say, okay, don't stop until you're 99 because if I take breaks, I'm not going to get there. Um, yeah. And the sooner I get there, I can start working on all the stuff that I actually want to work on. And so I, I'll just, I'll send it. I'll sit there and I'll send it. And um, I'll do my PVM breaks every now and then when I started my, my new series on YouTube. And uh, basically, like, when I stream, and I, I stream five days a week, not Tuesdays and Saturdays. And when I stream, those are my times for PVMing. And that's like a reward for me. So anytime that I'm not streaming, I'm like, okay, training, don't stop. Okay, stream time, finally a break. Something I, I, I want to do. You know, let's go kill some bosses for three, four hours. Okay, stream's over. Back to skilling. I, I just oh have to keep God. going until I'm there because, like, once I'm maxed and I'm 99 and everything, I'm done. I don't have to look at yeah. those skills ever again. And yeah. then I can just only focus on the content that I want to do. That's what I want to do. Stop. Can't stop. <laughs> yeah, literally, that was me. Like, you can ask Chris, uh, you can ask Andy and Dylan. Like, that was me for Final Fantasy 14. <laughs> 
They didn't even ask Jess. <laughs> I was going for the, all the relic weapons on 14, plus going max level on everything, and all I focus on every day, 12 hours a day, just going over it. And I was literally telling myself, if I don't get to a max, there's nothing else. I need to get to max, so I don't have to worry about nothing else. I need to get all the yep. relic weapons, so I don't have to worry about nothing else. And I just play and play and play and play. And I'll be telling Jess all my progress about it, and she goes like, damn, you're crazy. You're crazy. Why are you grinding too much? You should take a break. You're going to reach burnout. I'm like... I'm enjoying this, like, 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 what's it called? I'm enjoying. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying the hell out of this grind because I know once I'm done with this 14 grind, I can play other games till the next expansion. Yeah, exactly. It's like we're, we're like in the, the same thought process there because like in RuneScape, like I said, it's a grind of a game. Um, and there's people where they're like, you know, they'll play years and not get a 99. And then you know, I've, 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 I'm friends with some of these people, right? They're like, oh man, how do you get these 99s? Then they're like, I train all day and like, I'll see them train for like an hour and then they go bank stand and do nothing and talk to people, which is fine, right? It's fine. It's nice to have breaks and everything like that. This is an MMO. You go talk to people, you go play with others, bossing together, group stuff together. But then they have these goals that they don't work on ever. And it's like, that's the reason you're not getting these 99s. Like if, if I'm on and I have a goal, I'm not like gonna stand around. I'll still talk to people. That's why I have like my friends chat, my clans chat. I'll still message people while I'm in game, you know, message people on Discord, talk to people on, you know, servers, things like that. But while I'm in game, I'm actively training so I can actually, you know, get to the goals that I want to get. You really gotta love the game if you gotta do those grinds that you don't like. Or you're it's addicted. Because, right. <laughs> yeah, or addicted. Because I know like Man. if there's not like, I, I'm like I'm just like you. Like if I put a goal, like even though it probably sucks, like what, like the beginning probably sucks. I'll, mm. I'll 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 like fight through it just to get to it. But I have to love it. Or like that end price, it has to be worth it. Yeah, like I definitely like RuneScape. I wouldn't say it's like number one, but it's like top three games for me. Like in terms of like game franchises, it's like top three for me. I mean, I got to put it in the top three since I've been playing it for 20 years. So <laughs> oh, gotta know. Yeah, no, I actually genuinely, genuinely enjoy the game. There's um, a lot of things that I don't like about the game, um, but then there's a lot of things that I do like about the game. And the yeah. fact that there's goals that I want to achieve that could potentially take years, um, you know, it's going to be a, you know, a long grind for sure. Uh, but, you know, as long as I mean, you, you enjoy something, then yeah, for sure. Yeah, like even for me, like I, Dylan hears it all the time, and I I do shit on the game a lot, but it's not because I hate the game. It's just because I hate the grind. Oh not... yeah, everyone shits on the game, even yeah. me. <laughs> yeah, like, and and I I just sometimes I just can't find the will, I guess, to 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 keep grinding or or doing stuff like that. But yeah, but uh, oh. Never mind. I just yeah, like the my best question. thing to do, like, um, like I said, like once I get a goal and like, I start doing it, I'm not gonna stop doing it until I reach that goal. But not everyone likes that, right? Uh, you just gotta yeah. find what you like, how you like to do it, how you want to do it, and just I always recommend people to set, you know, small goals at first, but also have those long-term goals to kind of like look forward to. Um, but just go at your own pace because RuneScape is one of those games that if you get burnt out, the the burnout is strong with yeah. RuneScape. So. You just Especially gotta go at your own pace. So what, is, what is your other? I, I know you said uh, Runescape. Runescape is one of you know your top three games. What what are your other two? Uh, Halo and uh, Diablo. Oh, ho, ho, ho. 
which are games I definitely plan on. Um, I, I haven't figured out like what I'm gonna do like in terms of like YouTube content for them. I do want to do it. If I uh, if I do do that, I'm probably gonna make like a separate channel and direct people over to that for that you know variety content. Um, but it's games that those are games I'm definitely gonna be streaming. And I've got like I basically have like a goal and a plan in mind, um, for my current YouTube channel and my Twitch channel for like the next six to like eight months of content already planned out and how I'm gonna start transitioning into moving into variety content. Cause like I love RuneScape, I don't, I don't plan on stopping, you know, playing it, but um, there are other games out there that I enjoy. Uh, and I definitely, you know, everyone needs those breaks now and then I can't just stick to one game. Um, yeah. But I have been playing RuneScape only for like two years, but that's just because there's no other games out there that I'm just like currently interested in playing. But those games are coming out soon. What so. do you mean? Final Fantasy XIV, critically <laughs> acclaimed. I, I you can play with me and Jess. What are you talking about? Playing? I, I, I got like two, three hours in Final Fantasy, like a few years back or something <laughs> like that. But I can't do a big grind like RuneScape and uh, another yeah, MMO at that, the same time. That is true. That is true. We, we, when we, uh, I know that when I first started getting into your stream, it was like, I bet Jess, like, yo, we got to get this guy into Final Fantasy fourteen. Get him off RuneScape. We got to get into, I'll play Final Fantasy fourteen. She goes, I tried. Like, I, I tried every method that <laughs> there is. She like, tries, like, almost every day. <laughs> <laughs> you know yeah. what? Props to Jess. Michael, Michael does it to me all the time, man. And the other day, because I played it a little bit, like, I played it on the PlayStation and then on the computer. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes I'm like, damn, like I should probably try it for a bit. And I'm like, eh, no. And then he's every day he's always trying something. He's like, you trying to try it? You trying? Yeah. And he, bro, his friends. It was like a group of like six of them. They had a whole presentation on why I should play it. Jesus. They had like commercials playing it. <laughs> uh, they had a whole presentation, like slides and stuff like that of. This is why you should play. You should play. And then at the end, they were just like, are you going to play? I'm like, I, I I, don't think I have a choice. Like, I, I was forced. It was, it was difficult. Uh, yeah. Oh, go ahead. Oh, no, I was going to say, like, yeah, like, Final Fantasy, it's not a bad game for what I've seen. Um, but uh, with the goals that I have for, like, myself and, like, my channels and everything like that, I'm sticking to RuneScape for now and slowly yeah. branching out into variety. But I have to do it in a way that's like slow and eases in like eases my audience in the audience that i'm trying to build into variety but right now it's just runescape focused and just like twitch and youtube in general you focus on one kind of content the moment that you upload something different or stream something different the views go from like where it is at normally and drops like 90 um, percent yep. and you gotta you have to have like a real not just like a, a, a fan base or a follow, like just a general following, uh, but you need a dedicated, a big dedicated audience that are just gonna like, they like you for you, not necessarily just for the content that you're putting out, but are willing to try and watch you try other kinds of, you know, games or try and doing other content, that kind of stuff. So I got like, that's all, that's like part of like my next six to like eight months plan is to slowly ease, you know, Halo as an example, into the you know my content kind of stuff like I, I already started doing it um by like you know like in my discord server and even in my streams every now and then i'm just like 
who likes Halo? I'll just start a conversation. <laughs> and I'll, just, I'll just hope that someone talks about it or Diablo, for example. And then I get like one or two bites. I'm like, okay, so we're going to talk about this for like the next five to 10 minutes. And if I can have like a conversation every single week leading up to the release of like Halo Infinite, no one's going to be shocked oh, yeah. or surprised that I'm going to be playing Halo Infinite on stream because they're going to be expecting it months prior and then just slowly ease into that while also still maintaining a schedule of RuneScape content to keep yeah. the audience there for that because they know I'm going to go back to it and this is kind of like, okay, he's just playing for fun kind of thing. Uh, this man is smart. <laughs> this man is smart. This man is wow. smart. He's, he's a, a coincidence. Yeah. Halo. Like even like uh, like follow alerts as an example. I, I changed it, um, but I, I might change it back. Um, but for like a while, I don't know how if you, any of you guys played like Diablo, for example, or know who Deckard Kane is, or have heard the phrase "stay a while and listen." Um, but either way, it's like a it's he's a, like a, a big character in you know Diablo. He's like the town, like the first one of the NPCs that you go to. He's in every town you talk to him, kind of thing. But e either way, he has a phrase where it says "stay a while and listen." It's kind of like iconic in the Diablo community. Um, and I put that as my follow alert, and though you know when someone follows. Someone's like, is that Diablo? And I'm like, you're goddamn right. It's Diablo. Let's talk about that. You know what I mean? Like subliminal messaging to let people Yo. know that I'm going to be transitioning the kind of this kind of stuff. It's hilarious. <laughs> one, one thing I that I go into your stream is because of your personality and just like like want to like pick your brain. Mm -hmm. And then as well, biggest thing as well. It's a goddamn music playlist. Like, it's bang <laughs> those music players. I'll be playing 14. I'll be playing other games. And I'm like listening to it, and I don't know. I'm like, yo, he's playing this song. What? Let's go. And then I'm just hearing. I'm like, yo, this is like background noise plus music. Amazing. I'm telling you, I, it's like you better combination ever. Especially like with me, I've thought about this too. Like the music playlist as well. Like for Twitch, uh, you go to a lot of Twitch streams, and they'll you know have like. Let, let's say they're playing, I don't know, trance music, right? And they're streaming like six hours, six hours of just only trance music. And I'm like, that's yeah. fine, right? Like I get in those moods, but not every stream. So I'm like, my stream playlist has like 15 different genres in there. It could be the same depending on the shuffle of Spotify or whatever, but it changes and it has multiple different genres. And that's just, that's just what I like. I don't want to listen to the same genre of music for, you know, the entirety of the entire stream. And I just kind of sit there and I'm like um you know maybe other people don't like that either and so far I've seen like a hundred percent you know kind of positive reaction to the you know the the playlist because it's just not the same for hours on end because you want people like as a streamer to sit there and watch you for your entire stream as much as possible so you got to yeah. mix things up from not only the content that you're doing how you're you know talking to people how you're reacting um, you know, all the way to, you know, to the background noise, you know what I mean? That includes music. You wanted to change it up. And every now and then people are like, oh shit, I haven't heard this song in a while, blah, blah, blah. And you know, that kind of thing. So it helps with that. So it's like not pushy, but it's noticeable. Yeah. What, what advice can you give to people who want to start streaming? Uh, God, there's a lot probably. Um, this is something that I've researched too on, on YouTube, just like how to get into streaming, what to do. And everyone kind of vaguely says like the same thing. Uh, and it's mostly accurate, um, but it's every piece of advice that you hear is different per person. Like nothing's ever going to be the same because every person, every individual is different personalities, different games that they're playing. There's a whole variety of different things. Um, one thing I can say is be consistent. That one's pretty accurate across the board. 
uh, you know, try and set a schedule. If you can only stream one day a week, make sure you're on time every time that day of the week. Um, you know, and you know, if you can do more days and, you know, just again, make sure that you have a schedule, let people know what the schedule is and be on time. So they know when you're live, that's definitely important. That goes for YouTube as well. Try and be consistent with that. Um, do something you enjoy. You you hear that a lot too. You don't want to be following the crowd just because a new game is released and you want to play that game because everyone's going to be watching it. It's like, yeah, there's going to be a lot of people watching it, but they're not going to be watching you. And that's just the reality of it. When you start streaming, um, just let's say like uh, like right now for Final Fantasy 14, you go to that you know category on Twitch. You got all the top people there, and you it'll, it might take someone five minutes to scroll all the way down the list, which is not bad. Um, so you, you want to start off with a game that you enjoy, not necessarily following the crowd of popular like popular games or whatever, which if you like the game, go for it, right? Um, as long as you're enjoying it, because like if you're not enjoying the, your time streaming, it's definitely going to rub off on people. Uh, you might be sitting there bored, not saying anything, whatever it is, fake reactions. People could spot that a mile away and, you know, it'll it'll just translate to the viewer kind of thing. Um, I definitely recommend at least what I did, like with old school RuneScape, it's it's not popular, but it has a consistent five to 10,000 viewers every time I go to Twitch and, you know, that kind of thing. When you compare it to like one of the best games to start out with um, is Stardew Valley. If you like that game, it's um, if you look at the Twitch page, um, it's got a lot of people following the category, but like the first person who's like has the most viewers, like 300, 400, something like that, person ranked number two is down maybe about 100 and then it's easier to find you there. Um, another thing too, in terms of like wanting to, you know, be a Twitch streamer, you can't just be a Twitch streamer. Yeah. You have to make content outside of that platform. Otherwise the percentage of you being successful at being discovered is drastically lower than other people who are making content, uh, content outside of, you know, Twitch. Like you have to, you know, find something, TikTok, YouTube, Twitter, Reddit, all that kind of yeah. stuff. So you you just can't do one thing because the only time you're discoverable on Twitch is when you're live. And Twitch's, you know, discoverability features are next to non-existent. And the last thing that you want to do is rely on luck, which it, luck is going to be a part of it the entire ride, you know, from where I'm at to where, you know, Asmongold is at with his viewers, right? It takes yeah. a certain amount of luck to get people uh, to find you, but the more options that you have available for yourself on different platforms increases your discover discoverability rate higher than the people who are not doing anything else besides being live one to two hours a day, once a week or something like that. You're, you know, you're going to find more success that way. But, um, I think I kind of just went on a long tangent there. Yeah. Another, like another thing too, is like, research definitely helps like i researched the shit out of every runescape content creator that i could um i picked runescape mainly because i've been part of this community for 20 years right i know the community i know the game i know what people like i know what they don't like and i researched specific uh content creators that were you know the big names now and i was like okay what's everyone doing what's popular okay what people what are people not doing and what's still popular that people aren't doing and so you know take advantage of that so the big thing that got me uh noticed or discovered was clue scrolls everyone loves 
watching people open clue scrolls because the loot can be really really good most of it's shitty but it's that chance that it could be really good but absolutely no one was doing it uh there's you know there's a couple relatively mid-sized to big channels on youtube that are doing clues and there's literally one streamer on runescape that does clues and uh, i was like okay everyone loves clues i know this because i see the views on these clue videos on youtube i see the viewers that this guy is getting live when he's doing clues uh, opening them specifically and i'm like okay so what are they doing and they're all doing the same thing so how do i make it different um so i the way that i did it my first two videos are kind of like trying to ease into it and like oh let me find my spot and then i figured out or kind of just stumbled upon opening up the caskets in the video to the beat of music uh to whatever oh. song that i played or found or whatever and people love that shit and so like <laughs> everyone like i said no one likes doing clues of the game um not a lot of people at least um but everyone a large majority of people love watching people get rewards from it just to see what they can get and so i took advantage of that and i basically tried to take over the search engine like if you type in old school runescape and you type in clue i wanted to be one of the first people there because it's like not a lot of people are doing it but people are watching mine because i like it and then word of mouth spread kind of thing uh, and I just went went in that direction, and it kind of just worked out for me. Luck was definitely a part of that, um, because the YouTube algorithm picked me up back in uh, December of last year, and uh, just like it took off. And then I just kept doing it, and just like I never saw like it slow down uh, until I like finished my goal, and I haven't done it in a few months. But there's reasons for that, and I'm actually planning on bringing it back. But like, I'm gonna double down on it. Um, I basically teased everyone for about six months by not opening the highest tier uh, clue casket, which is where you get the pet, right? Oh everyone yeah. has master caskets. So I'm like, all right, I did all these clues. Here's all the master caskets. People are like, okay, cool. Open them. I'm like, nope. <laughs> and I teased them for six months. The biggest blue I, balls ever, bro. <laughs> exactly. I blue balled them, but it worked. And then when I streamed myself, I told people, I was like, okay, I'm going to open them when I hit 500 of them. And I told them that for six months straight. And so when I finally did it and I streamed it, I ended up getting uh, number one on RuneScape, uh, you know, streaming at the time, which was like over 3,000 viewers. Yeah. It was crazy. Wow. It was a lot of fun, though. Um, I it remember was all, that. It was all planned. Um, I wasn't expecting 3,000 or, or to be number <laughs> one, but I was expecting a lot of people to be interested enough to potentially check me out. And at the same time, like every week, I was posting my updates on Reddit and just getting people over there to my YouTube, to my Twitch. So it just kind of like, it's like a big full circle of just like, this guy's not opening his master caskets. No one does this. Like, as far as I'm aware, at least in terms of like content creators on Twitch and YouTube, uh, I'm the one person who stacked the most master caskets aside from the people who actually work on the game because they could just spawn them in. Uh, but as a player, I'm the one who's held on the longest. And then, like I said, you just blue ball. Everyone is like fucking open the caskets. Like when are you, <laughs> like every stream I was doing when it's, when I started to pick up, and, uh, you know, being, you know, more viewers on Twitch and YouTube or whatever, just every comment, even in game when I wasn't streaming or anything like that, people are like, when are you opening the caskets? Like, it was just, I don't know these people. They're just finding me in game as I'm walking by and they're wondering when I'm going to do this one thing. And so, but it like, it was like, I did a lot of research and I'm still doing research to this day to plan out my content for like the next six to eight months. And I'm basically going to do it again. I'm going to blue ball everyone for about six <laughs> months or however long it takes me. And I'm hoping to like double everything the, from last time, but we'll see how it goes. Congrats, man. Uh, Congrats on all your success. Yeah, <laughs> appreciate it. Um, speaking of your, your videos, though, um, like, I'd say next to, like, 
I, I don't watch like every single OSRS yeah. content creator, but like I'd say next to like Guns Chili, who by mm-hmm. the way, um, for you guys who don't know, Guns Chili is like kind of known for like his editing. Um, I'd say next to him, I'd say you're you have like the best editing out of like any other OSRS creator I've ever seen, yeah, at least. Appreciate it. Um, so like, when did you like start editing and how did you like get into it? Uh, started like basically when I started my YouTube channel back in like 2008, my first YouTube channel or whatever. Um, and I, I started with Sony Vegas. Oh, um, let's go to Sony yeah. Vegas. <laughs> um, but I kind of just like, I wanted to make videos, um, cause I just wanted to make people laugh. Like I wanted to be part of the community more than just playing the game. And uh, just kind of just started watching YouTube tutorial videos, tried to, you know, just I would open Vegas and just kind of mess with things, try to figure things out. And just over time, just just it's basically just all self-taught. I don't I didn't go go to school for editing or anything like that. And I just kind of tried to figure things out on my own and just I've been doing it for over 10 years now. Um, But I mean, it's been fun to learn things. I I enjoy editing. Um, So I don't know. It's just it's just been fun. It's been worth it. I've gotten some good things out of it. Like, who'd you use to learn? Like, how, how, like, what, what videos did you use to learn? Cause like, I'm trying to, <laughs> cause I, I'm actually getting into editing. Um, yeah. I actually edit the, the podcast. Um, and I'm like trying to edit like other stuff too. I'm trying to like start up a YouTube channel too. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, I've seen your editing. I'm like, how the fuck does he do that? Like, yeah. I, I try to like look up find... videos for it and I, I can't find anything. So like, how do you yeah. like, did you just like mess the, around the and way, like figure it out? Yeah, ba- that's kind of like half of it. But like the way that I would like try to figure out how to do something, like if I wanted to like figure out how to do a certain effect, like for example, I want to make my RuneScape character fly across the screen. I'll go to YouTube, Sony Vegas, how to make, you know, picture fly or something like that. Well, I, w- I would look specifically for certain effects and just like over time kind of learn the basics as I went, tr- like, you know, watching these videos. So it's just like, one effect at a time, if I wanted to do something, how to make it rain, how to make it snow, how to zoom in, zoom out. I would just do things, you know, search things one at a time, then eventually just kind of just all the knowledge of just like the basics just kind of sit in or set in. Yeah. I know and, that feeling when it comes to uh, first starting editing, because I remember back in the day, I was I wanted to be a YouTuber. Like most kids now these days want to be a YouTuber. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had Sony Vegas Pro. 13 I think or 14 I don't remember which version but I was learning how to do all these kind of like uh AMVs like anime music videos plus editing GTA funny moments and I'll spend hours and hours on end just messing with the program and basically looking at YouTube videos like okay literally how you said it how to make this thing do this on yeah. Sony Vegas Pro 13 and it was just looking at the video copying and pasting copying and pasting until I until everything starts to settling in like that habit of like okay i'm kind of understanding how everything mm-hmm. works so you talking about that just kind of like unlock a memory that from, from yeah. the past it's like one, one thing that people need to, to realize especially with uh, getting into videos it's like i tell the, i tell this to a couple friends every now and then who want to get into video editing and just making videos your first youtube video will never be as good as your 10th your 100th video your 1000th video as long as you're you're starting and getting content out there, you're going to improve over time. And I try to at least like every video that I do, I try to at least improve on one thing and just add it up. 
So, but yeah, yes, like a lot of people are just like, I have a, like, you know, I have a cousin who wants to get into, you know, videos and all that kind of stuff. And um, not only is he trying to, you know, trying to struggle to figure out what kind of content he wants to create, but it's more so it's like, oh, how am I going to edit this? I don't know what to do. I want it to be good. I want it to be perfect. I want my first video to be perfect. Well, first of all, your 1000th video is not going to be perfect. Just yeah. start. You'll find yep. your editing style. You'll find the way that yeah. you want to do things, but you just have to start, get it out there and just improve over time. I, and I said that when we started this podcast, and I said it very clearly. Our first podcast is not going to be the best podcast. But I promise you, by the 50th, 100th episode, this is going to be one of the best podcasts. It, it, and a lot of people, and the reason why I, I, I took so long to start a podcast, I wanted a, I wanted a whole studio, I wanted the perfect mics, mm -hmm. I wanted perfect cameras. And then Chris was like, oh, we can just do it on Discord and stuff like that. I was like, bet, perfect. The, the, the thing is, we have to start and then start progressing. You know, we always trying to get this perfect image of, you know, how we want to do things, but we never started because we never get to that point of being perfect in our definition. Yeah. But if you start, you, you, you your chances of getting that perfect definition gets a high, gets higher percentage of you, accompli you know, accomplishing that. You just got to start it. So it's great. Yep. Yeah. Um. I actually have a question. It's a little off topic from this though, but um, I've been wanting to ask you this for a while, just cause like, I'm curious to, to uh, on your thoughts. Um, and we actually talked about this on uh, one of the earlier podcasts, but the, the, the ORS power creep issue. Do you think that like nerfing the blowpipe um, and putting the bofa like do you think that like solved it or do you think no. it could have been you don't think it solved it no uh the blowpipe nerf is good i think it was good over time i do think they were several years late right in doing it um i mean there, there's a lot of things that jagex could and should do in order to fix a lot of issues um there, there's a lot of things wrong uh with you know old school runescape right now no, like not even including just the power creep kind of thing but just you know bots there's no new content in the game. Um, all the content that exists, there's just more items, more of those unique items being added to the, into the game, and we don't have any way to like get rid of those. Um, Cause like, I'm trying to figure out how to way to to put it. So like, you know, like items devalue over time, right? But that's just that's just gonna happen in every any game. The longer that the content is released, the the content is in the game, the lower the value is gonna go. But you can. You, you can kind of like make it better so like you know the first month the game was out one person has this one item most expensive item in the game now that thing's worth like a mil maybe less but that's because there was one item in the game before and now there's a million of those items in the game now with no system in place to you know help get rid of those like RuneScape 3 has a perfect um, kind of skill to combat this they have a skill called invention which basically uh you you have to sacrifice items dismantle them and destroy them in order to make another piece of gear a little bit more stronger and they have that constant flow of just deleting items from the game naturally um by just training the skill and even after you've maxed out that skill you're constantly doing it because you want to get different perks on items and all that kind of stuff old school runescape we don't have anything <laughs> It's just the items are just being added into the game. They're not going away. 
the only time they kind of like go away is if you know I guess someone dies and if they don't get back to where they died in 15 minutes then it d gets deleted into the game but like dying in old school runescape is um you don't have to worry about that anymore like you have plenty of time to get back to wherever you were <laughs> and so nothing's just getting deleted from the game the the best thing that old school runescape has is the the dueling arena and the um i think it's a one percent transaction fee for all duels placed there to you know delete gold from the game uh but it's just not enough it does nothing um we have nothing in terms of like that that kind of solves like it doesn't solve it but it kind of helps with the gold issue into the game but it does nothing for all the the items into the game you know all the gear and all the best and slot stuff but everything is getting devalued like the twisted bow for example uh, like three months ago, back in March, when I got mine, it was one one is yeah, it was like one point one billion gold, and now it's uh, seven hundred and eighty mil, and it's literally the best bow in the game. Uh, but there's multiple reasons why it's going down. Like you know that, and then you know the Bofa got added into the game, uh, which is very next to uh, the Twisted Bow itself, and even beats the Twisted Bow in certain areas too. So it's just that's why we're seeing the decrease in that. So it kind of helps, I guess. But I don't know, like power creep in general. I don't know what they can do to fix it at this point. Um, I know they get a, a ton of suggestions from the, you know, player base or whatever, but one thing that the Jagex team does in, in terms of, like, for the old school RuneScape community is that they take their time trying to do things. And the biggest issue, in my opinion, is that uh, the poll system, it was great. It's, yep. like, the poll system is awesome, right? In theory. <laughs> but... <laughs> I know what you're going to say. I guarantee you 99 or 99% or more of the player base doesn't understand how to make a game last long term. Yep. And so they're just like, oh, you're going to nerf this one thing. They vote no. And if it doesn't pass 75% um, or if it does pass 75%, depending on where it goes, like they're listening to the player base more than they should. Uh, I wish they would just get rid of the poll system, honestly. Like, keep it for, you know, I guess a, a couple situations or scenarios, but not every decision needs to be dictated uh, by the player base because I'm not a game developer. I don't know how to make a game last another 20 years. Don't listen to me. Uh, I'm just going to, like, vote in the moment kind of thing. It's like, oh, no, I don't want this to be deleted or nerfed or something like that. Um, but, like, that that's another huge issue that's just causing a just a snowball effect in the in the game in general it's just players don't know anything and you know the team who's in charge of keeping the game alive is listening to them for every decision and it's it's the the poll system has definitely hurt the community in my opinion or not the community but the game um more so than it's helped it over the last you know several years yeah that's like exactly what we were talking like that's exactly how like the power creep issue like came up because um mm -hmm. i think we were talking about um like the relationship between like a community and like the developers mm -hmm. and um i think like someone's uh someone like said i don't remember who but that like the community it might have been me actually that like they need to listen to the the community um but then like i also brought up the point that like sometimes listening to the community too much is bad and i brought up the mm -hmm. power creep issue because if they if they literally just did that change unpolled right when the blowpipe came out mm -hmm. um like it probably wouldn't have been as bad um but yeah that that's just yeah you, you, <laughs> it, 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 yeah. it's just really interesting to me yeah i mean it 
I like the poll system, but I hate it at the same time. I would love it if they just got rid of it. Um, they need more what they call integrity changes or whatever whatever they call it, um, where they you know just do an update without consulting the player base. They still right. you know gauge feedback, which is good. Uh, not a lot of companies do the poll system. Not a lot of companies really listen to the you know feedback of the you know player base of their game. Uh, but Jagex takes it to a whole new level and literally listens to the player base as to what updates that they should do in the game, which is, you know, it's like a double-edged sword. Um, it can be good. Mostly it's not, especially with the, the way that things have been in the last couple of years. Um, they got good intentions, obviously, but they just need to listen to players less. Um, the amount of pay, uh, players in the end game is far lower than the amount of people who are in the early game and mid game and you know they're gonna overpopulate the votes severely and a lot of people just in general even even in-game players will think more short-term effects um than long-term right so so usually by the end of the podcast we like to do a mini game and this mini game i, I am Kind of like had a, like a, I was like thinking, should we do Would You Rather again or should we do something different? And I figured out like, okay, this I've been watching some videos called Never Have I Ever. So I want to do a Never Have I Ever mini question game before we end this, uh, the podcast today. And I have around eight questions today. So I want to start with the first one. Uh, never have I ever stay up playing games onto the song rows. Like pulling all night or just playing games all night long. Bro. <laughs> never. I literally, I wouldn't be surprised if Drum has it. Like, with all the hours that he's put into RuneScape, there's no way. Ooh, I, 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 I've stayed up. I think the most I've stayed up is like two and a half days. Yeah. Uh, but I will say that I have not done that um, since I started playing old school RuneScape, like today. Like, in the last few years, I, I have not done that. Uh, but when I was like back in you know 2008 ish kind of thing, like after high school, I was totally you know staying up all night. I had I had a schedule. I had an alarm set to when I need to start training a certain skill yeah. in order to get somewhere because I was just like I need to get this shit. <laughs> oh no! Wow. I know I had stayed up like 32 hours one time, but I, back in the day, like like I would say more in my teenage years, I would do a, I pull out a bunch of all nighters, especially in summer break, pull mm -hmm. a ton of all nighters. Oh yeah, not even just RuneScape either. Like when Halo, when I was playing Halo Two, Halo Three, and Diablo Two, oh man, so many overnights. I remember that used to be cool, like staying up all night. <laughs> now I can barely I do that. I, I'm done by shot. like 10 p.m. Yeah. <laughs> What about you, Chris? What about you, Chris? No, never. Damn, never pulled an all-nighter. One day we'll get you. You got really day. close what? with me. Remember when we were, like, drinking and we stayed up till, like, 7 in the morning, I think? Yeah, but I, I usually stay up that late anyway. Oh, true. <laughs> yeah, your sleeping schedule is really weird. Yeah. 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 But I, I, I've never been awake for, like, 24 hours. Never. What? Damn. Damn. All right. Second question. Never. Never have I ever cried after losing a game. No. That no. could be anything. No. Don't care. Um, does it depend on how old you are? No. no I was pretty young. No, no I definitely have. <laughs> I definitely have. When I was a kid, bro. My brother would beat game. my ass. 
uh, it's not video game related, but I cried to you know when Ash turned to stone in that Pokemon movie. Oh, oh. my! God. <laughs> that one oh. got me. That one got me. But games, no, nah, I haven't. No. I haven't. Okay. No, for anime, uh, definitely like I, I've Code Geass, bro. I cried. I, I cried. Yeah. I was just like, "Por qué?" First time I watched JoJo. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Was it good? Was it a good cry or like a sad cry? Because I feel like it would be like a good cry. No, it was a sad it's cry. A sad cry. Oh shit! I think me and Chris know what's the, which one it is. I don't. Uh, know. I don't know the part. <laughs> All right, third question, and luckily enough, never have I ever dropped an anime because of the uh, animation or art style. I dropped an anime in the first two minutes. I mean, look at that. Probably because what I'm wearing. <laughs> I think I almost. I, I I feel like I dropped Soul Eater back in the day. I oh, dropped Soul Eater because of the animation. Like I don't know why I dropped it, because I think it was like the beginning of my like starting my actually watching other animes besides Naruto and like Big Threes, and I was like watching Soul Eater because my friend was telling me, "Yo, it's really really good. It has a good story." And I'm watching. I'm like, "Damn, the animation is kind of like a little bit like, whack." But then a bunch of people told me afterwards, "Bro, what the hell is wrong with you? The the story is good. Don't care about animation." And I was like, "I one day I'm gonna go back and watch it." Yeah, I can't think of a anime that I dropped just because of animation or anything like that. I'm I'm sure I have. I just like it's gone from my memory probably. Like I wouldn't be surprised if I just saw crap animation. In my opinion, depending on what the anime was, um, but I, I can't think of any. If I if I dropped an anime after the first episode or within the first episode, I immediately forget that it exists. Yep. <laughs> Normally, I'll like stay away from like anime that I know have shit animation, but like. I know I definitely have like dropped one and it was it was B stars. I watched like two episodes and I, I, I can't I can't do the three D. I, I, I really can't. Like the three D animation a, is a, so bad. There's a couple of that style, at least animation, that are good. Um there's one, I think it's on Netflix. I don't know if there it's there on any more, but it's called Ajin, if that's how you pronounce it. It's like A J I. Oh yeah. Um, that one's actually the story. Um, was actually pretty interesting to me. The animation is weird. It's basically yeah. like E stars. Um, but the story got me to stay. Yeah, it was a whole entire. I think it was mostly CGI. I yeah. Think. Oh it, yeah, it, it CGI. Was, that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like it was like Ajin was really really good. But like the thing is, it's like it was like the animation. But at that time, I didn't really care. Not. I didn't care too much about the animation. I care more of like the how the story will unfold. All right, question number four. Uh, never have I ever lied or exaggerated about an accomplishment in a video game. Uh, no, but my brother I think has. I have. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I did so in Halo. I lied about a rank, and then people saw that I was lower than that in Halo 2 and so I I eventually like redeemed myself because like I, for, dumb enough like dumb me I was like oh shit they can see the rings and so like after they saw it, then you know they kind of like talk shit there's like my, my friends like I was in the drum line we all played Halo uh Halo 2 Halo 3 after like football games or whatever and uh so after that you know everyone saw I was like ah oh, shit so I grinded out like a month or something like that and I ended up getting the ranks so I was like okay cool I'm like a half liar but I you know I got it <laughs> wait so now I it lied. makes sense because of your name because you were in drum line, right yeah, bro. Wait, wait, what, what, what did you play? What did you play? I'm judging you really uh, I hard. I played all. I played fourth and second base. I played snare and I played tenors. Oh, you played every... my man. Yeah, my man. 
my man. <laughs> does that, play is that is that is that seat? Does it have seats? I don't know if that involves seats. Like you know how like first seat is like. Oh, um, or is it the wrong thing? Line, it's like Sometimes. more of like you know per. It's like a sectional kind of thing. There's like a section leader, and then then you've got your uh. like section head per. You know you got the base head, you got the tenor head, and the snare head or, or lead or whatever you want to call it, and then you got the main drum line section leader. Uh, but you, you got you got those kind of thing. Ah, uh, okay. Yo, Chris, have you ever lied about any any accomplishments in games? Cause I know you. I don't think I. I never. I don't. I don't think you never lied about none of that kind of shit. Mm, if I have, I can't think of any. Yeah, like it's hard. Yeah, I probably don't. Yeah. Uh, All right. Another one. It'll be. Uh, never have I ever lied about a be being a gamer. Nah. I think so. That? So okay, I I'm gonna tell you why I did lie. Cause being a gamer back then wasn't a cool thing, and for me, like middle school, I had this. Uh, I, I had. Say it. it was Just me trying it. to. No, no. Uh, I for me uh, it was trying to fit Bowser. in. I was just trying to fit in, and uh, like gaming wasn't known from everybody. But I would play games a lot. I would. I'll be doing YouTube. I'll be like joining clans. I'll be creating clans and stuff like that. And I'm not, I kept that a secret from everybody, and a lot of people did not know. Like I had so many friends online. Like when Skype was so big back then i don't know if it's as big now but like i had like thousands of people on my skype just like it, it was awesome but I, I people asked me and i just like nah bro i don't do that i'm too cool for that <laughs> <laughs> you never had a lie about video games never like like i knew genuinely i love video games so it's no point of me lying yeah not even to put in I like it's all. I feel like it's more like Andy was trying to say, like, like when you're growing up and like you try and fit into certain type of group, like you want to fit into, so you had to like kind of like keep certain things from them. And it's just like, Amy has exploded now. Yeah, but I didn't have that mindset back then where it says fuck them. I, I didn't have friends yeah. at all, so like me trying to fit in and, and like back in middle school and, and like when you're growing up, you're just trying to fit in and things like that. And I always always wanted to fit in, and it's funny because now I. <laughs> I have no friends, so it's just like, uh, and it's literally fuck them, like I fuck them all. So, all right, uh, this is a really curveball right here. Never have I ever thought a friend's baby was ugly. Oh, I think all babies are ugly. Facts. Thank you, thank you. When they're born, they're uh, they're all ugly. Yes, please. But after like six months, then some of them get cute, like. Dude, I don't know how women are just like, oh my god, so cute. It's like that's a baby alien, bro. Like, stop. Like, do you want to hold it? No. No, bro. Ask me in six months, bro. Nah, all the time, bro. I tell them they're ugly straight up. I don't care. It's the truth. Yeah. All right. Never have I ever had road rage incident. I live on that, bro. Yeah. Wait, does it have to be you having? Like the, uh, yeah. like the road rage or the other person? No, just kind of not, you kinda had like, a road rage. I mean, rage. I've thrown yeah. jesters um, and just, like screamed with like the windows open or cussed someone out like that. Oh um, but, you know, I've never like, <laughs> it's never got to the point where it's like gotten like out of our car's physical kind oh. of thing. Oh. But I think a lot of people, you know, throw gestures and scream yeah. or cuss in their yeah. car or something like that. Uh, but, oh yeah, I've done that. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. I mean, no, I've always screaming at people. I mean, I, I think the farthest I've gone is like, 
I, I used to, I, okay. I used to be like, uh, kind of an angry, like I would get, I'm a very emotional driver. I should say that. Um, but I only get really emotional if you really fuck with me. So there would be some times where someone would fuck with me, like to the point where I was like, okay, seriously, what the fuck? And I would start like tailgating them and I would just tailgate them for a while to try to make them mad. But I don't do that anymore. I, I, I no, it's too exhausting. People like you, man. You have all the time in the world. I swear. No, I rarely me, I did it too, I rarely did it. I think I've only done it like twice, I think. So one thing that annoys me is when the 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 light turns green and they're already honking. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I do God. the good like one, two, three, like yeah. I don't even do that oh, for wait. a stop sign, but I, I do that at the light. <laughs> <laughs> there's right. only oh, i guess no i want to hear i want to hear i want to hear i there's there's two times where i've gotten like really really mad uh driving and one was because there's this 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 long uh stretch of road from my house to the school when we were in school me and dylan together we, we would take it together and it was like it's like 20 minutes of like it's like a 35 mile per hour zone right and it's through all these neighborhoods and there's only it's 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 two lanes like one going one coming and there's this lady who's lost or something in the in front and it's like a 35 40 zone something like it changes in between and she went 25 the whole way and i i I, nobody could pass her because it is double yellow and there's literally oncoming cars like literally all the time and there was a line behind her so long i was the first car behind her and there was a- when i looked behind me there was a line so long that i couldn't see the end of it and 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 that and if y'all have been on bell isle you know like that shit is long like you could see behind Yo. you like oh and i and i couldn't see the behind me and i was that day i was furious <laughs> and then the second time was some dude like pulled out in front of me and I had to slam my brakes so hard that I had my 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 volume on my radio all the way up and I could still hear the the tires screeching from how hard I had to slam my brakes and and also so I was just furious that day too I know I know every member uh back in the day when I used to work at the airport I had this car that the AC broke and every summer day I get off my I get off of work and like in Florida I swear to God Florida hot it could be the hottest day ever and then you if you don't have AC bro you get like mad mad easily I'll be driving back home and they had the red light and it's the whole entire car and then the green light comes in and nobody's moving and it's a lot of traffic I'll be like I just want to fucking Oh my god, it's so fucking hot. And I'm sweating over here, trying to get grab anything in my car and just like start freaking fanning myself. Like, oh my god, it's fucking hot. It's fucking hot. And when I get home, I'll be like, thank god, fucking AC. But my way through the whole entire home, I'll be cussing everybody. I'll be like, what the fuck? <laughs> green light, green light, go, go. That was Betty White, bro. You don't don't play with Betty White. She had some issues, but she still worked like a beauty, okay? 
<laughs> All right. Uh, next question. This question is going to be answered based on before the pandemic because it's never have I ever spent an entire day watching shows or movies on Netflix or other streaming service. The reason I said before the pandemic because obviously after the pandemic we usually stayed we stayed a, a bunch of home so we had a lot of time to do all that kind of stuff. Um. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, I used to. Oh, yeah. I used to go to like uh we'd have like lord of the rings watch parties and we'd go through every single uh lord of the rings um movie movie back then it was only the trilogy but uh it was extended and director's cut so it ends up being and they're like long movies to begin with so it ends up being like an entire day so (laughs) uh i would do that I can't watch two movies in one day. I just can't. <laughs> There's probably one week where I've stayed. A lot of my RuneScape grinds. Oh, true. 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 I have That's... to be watching. This is why I do choose the methods that I can do, like, most chill AFK, not really paying Same. attention, is so I can actually distract myself so I'm not just, you know, losing my mind, clicking, like, right now, clicking the same damn PC, <laughs> which I have to do. <laughs> 80 something thousand times i have to i have to do something else yeah true yep i'm probably i'm probably gonna max combat by in nightmare zone but and watch one piece at the same time (laughs) that's how how you gotta do it though with runescape you have to like you have to multitask and watch a show or something like that at least for me I know I did. I, I know I got the same way with it when it comes to like grinding stuff. I'll be having on my second monitor like YouTube videos or mostly like shows on my second monitor and just watching shows while I'm grinding my way out. And then when people ask, and like that's what people ask me, how do you get through the grind? I'm like, I don't know. I just get through it. I just I'm watching videos while I'm freaking playing. <laughs> yeah, I don't understand how people play RuneScape. Do you guys heard of tick manipulation like in the game basically yep. you manipulate every tick within a second which is, is i can't do it i just can't do it. you it requires 110 percent focus for hours on end oh. i'm just like nah let me click this thing for the least amount of times as possible and actually somewhat be productive somewhere else at the same time i could barely do like blackjacking like for oh, a long amount of time like i i can't imagine like doing tick manipulation like like three ticking like i i doing that for like more than five minutes is just like it hurts your brain yeah i never yeah. even bothered to learn because i nah that's not for me <laughs> <laughs> yo drum real quick uh what uh method are you going to use to get to 99 thieving uh already nights which I'm, I'm doing right now basically you just click on the same npc uh, okay. after a certain level you don't fail anymore so it's just completely relaxing uh, okay because i know there's like the sorceress garden have you have you looked at that uh, i've done that in the past it's not bad um you can actually set it up in a way where you can start at the yeah. beginning and click all the way at the end and not get hit by one of the you know guards patrolling or whatever um yeah someone can come in log in the world and mess it up and you have to like reset <laughs> it up or something like that oh um, but it, it could definitely take a lot more attention to do that but it's actually pretty good it's pretty fun to stack up those those juices or whatever they called to turn into the NPC to get XP and get that nice big XP drop. Do, what? do you have, do you have Rocky? The nah. Pet? Okay. Cause Unfortunate. you know that this is sorceress garden is like one in like 6,000 or something like that. 
Yeah, I'm not surprised. I know, I forgot what, I think it's a, the fish stalls in Relica. Or so one of the stalls over there is actually one of the better rates. Um, if you want to yeah. kind of like vaguely pay attention. It's, oh. like, it's like that and the, the drainer one, right? Uh, the farmer over there? No, the, the drainer stalls. Oh, the stalls. Oh, it might yeah. work over there. over there. I haven't looked into it yet. That's like uh, post-maxing if I want to get that pet one day. Matt. Uh, I want to say thank you so much, Ron, for hopping on today's podcast. It actually meant a lot to all of us, especially I know like getting you on this podcast was something that I really want to do because of Dylan and Chris because they play a lot of uh, old school RuneScape. And I thought of like, yo, this is going to be awesome, a good podcast episode for you guys because it's like something that you can, can both bond on. And I'm really, really thankful for, for you coming on. Is there anything you want to plug? Um, well, first of all, I appreciate you asking me to be on. It's been fun. Um, I mean, just look up <laughs> I'm a Drum, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, everything. It's the same everywhere. So we'll, you know, keep it, there. Uh, we'll put it down in the description. It'll be the first like uh, thing. Uh, it'll be all your links, your Reddit, uh, your Twitch, Twitter, everything, your YouTube. So. It'll be the first Sweet. link uh, at the bottom. <laughs> I appreciate it, man. It was awesome. I I love your voice. That, that, it was, <laughs> it, it's great. Weird thing to say, but I, I loved your voice and it was just great okay. listening to you. Uh, you. You know the way you speak and you uh, you um, hold your or how do you say it? Hold yourself up or you know just the way you talk is awesome yeah. and amazing. And, yeah, no, I appreciate that. that. Yeah, <laughs> it's awesome. I'm definitely be hopping on this trip. Just listen. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to say thank you so much, everybody, everybody for watching. I hope you guys can subscribe and leave some comments and like on the video. Thank you so much. I'll see you, see you guys in the next episode. See ya.